What up, what up? Fantasy Football Hustler back at you. What's happening, Bogey? Scott Free. We got another IDP video for you IDP freaks out there. We broke down the, our targets and fades for the LBs a couple days ago. We broke down our targets and fades for the DBs yesterday. And now we're moving on to the last position, the DLs. Which is my least favorite. This is like the tight ends of defense. And we usually love a good tight end, but I don't know. When it comes to these DLs, I don't like it so much. So we're going to give you probably more of our targets than fades because I feel like just like with tight ends, you either go after a big dog or you just wait. Like that, a lot of people have that same ideology with that. Yeah. Shout out to everybody on this Wednesday morning, man. Hump day, give me money. How y'all doing out there? Yeah, yeah. Let's see who's up in the chat right now. We got Hassan. He said, let's roll up. Let's and Hassan. Minnesota Marty in the house. What up, Hey, what up, Emil? And he's got the membership badge back. Man, you were hey. naked over there for a minute, I bet. Yeah, I mean, they weren't letting him in. He was like, where's my badge? On it. I'm yeah. here. I am him. And Magic Man Ricky said, we got football tomorrow. Foosball. You playing the foosball behind my back? The Hall of Fame game? (laughs) (laughs) And just because we're degenerates, I got everything. Like, I got the whole degenerate starter pack here. And it all starts with Hall of Fame squares. What? If you guys don't know what the squares are. I mean, they pretty much got coined during the Super Bowl, Super Bowl squares. Everyone knows about it. You pick numbers at random, and it's like Keno, except the scores of the football game determine the winners. So yeah. it's pretty much all luck. Just adds a little bit more stakes on it. And with the Hall of Fame game and, like, random types of points that are going to be scored, this is probably, like, one of the best ones to get into. Kicking it off. What's the under over on this game right here? <laughs> I haven't looked at any betting lines. I'm not that much of a degenerate. I'm just saying, no, I feel like I smashed the under. We probably will tomorrow. <laughs> That's just how it goes. But yeah, if you guys want to get, get into midseason form, right? Oh, yeah. And so if you guys want to get into the squares, it's $6.50 per square. Quarters one through three, they win 100 bucks each. And then the final score wins $200 off of six. 50 and if you have apple pay or zell you can send it to me that way if you don't you can purchase it at hustlersquares.com and you just lock in the number of squares that you want and then i get it put on the board for you all right let's see who else is in here derek what up (laughs) so funny he said fade all upper dls derek you have learned my friend (laughs) you there's a few i got yeah there's a few up there I'm okay going up and getting. Dennis said, keep that shit on the DL. <laughs> ha, Tino, I come from a long line of cowboy fans. I believe it. I bet you do. I you bet. know what's crazy? Is R. Kelly was telling us the whole time, huh? Yeah. I mean, it's right he in said, Keep it on the down low. Nobody has to know. <laughs> <laughs> he was telling us, listen, shh. And, uh, I was all written when he wrote that song for Aaliyah. Hey, Jay, nothing bad, nothing bad. He's literally telling us about this 
in the songs. Like, no he kind of... A, he was leaving a little pedophile trail bread... What is it? Yeah, pedophile breadcrumb trail. Man, so ridiculous. Zoo crew in the house. What he up, was bro? trying to lead Hansel and Gretel into a nightmare. Man, this one is ugly, Peacock. Cooper Cup dealing with a hamstring injury. That's going to be the big news that we're talking about on Fantasy News today. They said no timetable, but it's also because it's so early. But we hate hamstring fucking injuries. I I have some thoughts on this because this uh, we didn't hear this on a news show yesterday. But it happened yesterday right at the end of practice. Yeah. So they they obviously remove him. It was a red zone drill. He came up. What's a good word? Gimpy? Yeah, lame. Yeah. lame. lame. There you go. We'll go. We're going with it. Came up, gimpy ass lame. And uh, so it looks bad, but like I'm sure we'll know what kind of grade it is. Yeah. I'd say before the Just week. Give us a grade one, okay? Just give us whatever the least. And if they say is. <laughs> if they say they expect them to miss a week of practice or two, then without them saying that's a grade one, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. If they say three to four weeks, five weeks, or if they say to 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 get on the side of precaution, we're gonna shut them down for the rest of the offseason. Then you're like, you know what I mean? Because Sean McVay and them, they do come from that elk where they don't they're liars. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's from the Shanahan coaching family tree. They don't they'll lie. You know what I mean? They're not like Pete Carroll. He's a good honest boy scout. Even at the age of 89, I'm still a Boy Scout. Honestly, it's the best policy. We love Ken Walker. 17 touches a game. You know what I mean? You're like, fuck that. It's Charbonnet, bro. And nah, man, Pete Carroll doesn't lie. Yeah. See, if if Shanahan, if Debo's hurt, Shanahan, okay. man, he looked really good, though. He looks good. I think he's all right. He's good. You know what I mean? It's like, what does that mean? That's like when D'Amico. He comes out after Schultz, like gets like completely fucked up, just decleated at practice, and like all he says, he'll be fine. Like I, believe <laughs> I believe that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He's coming from a, a, a ex football player. Listen, man, yeah. I took some, I'm took some harder hits than that. He'll, he'll be good. He'll be good. And we got to get a, we got to get a disco drop for our man Disco. What up, big draft energy? He said, "Hi, my name is Disco, and I just wanted to say, oh fuck yeah, she'll go." Oh fuck yeah, she'll go. We need a drop of that. We need to just get him on the show. We when he does his show, we need to get a oh fuck yeah, she'll go count. It's gotta be a good one. It can't be like half. I'll give him me I'm uh it's a very wide range of things that I'll allow <laughs> when it comes to the catchphrases. <laughs> Cause it's also about having, how many times can you hoard that catchphrase? <laughs> they asked. I remember they were talking when they were shooting Jackie Brown and they're asking, I mean, not when they were promoting Jackie Brown, some old ass interview of Sam Jackson. They're like, so how do you feel about the word, the N word being used like 39 times? He's like, I said it like eight times in one sentence. <laughs> you know, when he's out there with Chris Tucker. Yeah. That's, like, that's ah. the wrong guy to ask about that. Come on. He's like, I, I, hate, I hate to be the nigga to say that. You know, and then he goes through the whole spiel. He says it like eight times in that one exchange. Tell the funny. And then he yeah. said, did you improv that? Ah, nah, maybe one or two of them. It was in the script. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's, Quentin really, he's like, Quentin really wanted to write a script of how people really talk. You know what I mean? Quentin, come 
man, like his mama, she was dating nothing but black dudes back in the day. He's ever since he was a little kid, like he's just around all the lingo and the swag and the pimps and hustlers and all types. Like, it was the his mom's best friend was, was black. That was basically his auntie. And then her brother lived with them also. So he was basically like the uncle and he would lace them up. Listen, man, they ain't teach you about real black history, bro. You ever heard of the Moors? You know what I mean? Yeah. That story that he told it ended up making it into the movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. Eventually into his first script, I should say. You know what I mean? About the Moroccans and, or the Moors and how they, that shit, when I saw it, that shit took me down a rabbit hole. I was like, for real? Wow. The Moors actually, because I knew they, they were a presence in the world, but damn, like they damn near took over the world. Like on some, on some, not like how Napoleon or Hitler intended on doing it with force and like dictatorship. Like they were coming through like helping economies. Like they would show up and be like, I see how y'all doing things here. But if we come here, we could do it way better. And, and they just yeah. managed to convince, like if you look at Spain, Spain still has like mosques there. Cause it's only about, we're only about 500 years removed from the Moors conquered Spain and ran that shit yeah. and blew up the economy too. Like it was like, you know what I mean? Yeah. It wasn't until one of them Spanish queens. What, are they Elizabeth's or is that the English ones? I think that's the English, right? Yeah, Cause they'd be having like Elizabeth 12 or fucking, you know, there'd be like a gang of them. There's one of them Queens. There was like a gang of her different iterations of her, but she, she was the one I was like, fuck that. We're taking Spain back. <laughs> and uh, Ryan, what up, bro? Got a question here before we jump into the DLs. Dynasty Superflex. QB needy team offered me ETN for Ritter and Bateman. Hammer accept. Oh, fuck yeah. She'll go. I don't know, man. If he needs that QB that bad, <laughs> what else can you give me, bro? What else can you give me, bro? How bad do you need? I don't, I, you know what I don't need? I don't need Bateman, bro. That seems like you're trying to hurt me there. No, 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 no. He's getting ETN. And oh, he's, he's sending. Oh, up. he's sending Bateman and Ritter. He's sending Bateman and Ritter. Um, listen, bro, I'm not just throwing you a QB and a super flex. <laughs> adding on Bateman, bro. You got to throw me some extra. Man. <laughs> I, I would, I'll flip you either way. I would. Uh, I would go with what Bogey's saying and more of Ah oh, ETN. Come on, man, with Big V over there. I, I think that ETN will be fine, but still. Yeah, but I'm gonna talk him down. That's the reason why people are tripping on ETN right now. And. What, before you even do this move, go just grab Taylor Heineke just in case. Just just tuck him away. You know what I'm saying? And then, <laughs> yeah. That no, I'm serious. That's the move. I have, you know? I have too. Yeah. Trade yeah. him off. Get Taylor Heineke and be like, all right, how much you want to pay for the backup? Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> honestly, too, like having Ritter, you probably shouldn't have Heineke in a super flex dynasty because it's, it's a little shaky right now. De Desmond Ritter has been one of those guys I love to target as my third QB in a super flex. You know what I mean? Like, it's really just remove the name. If it's Heineke, I say, I mean, the guy I target then for a third. Still right. like Mac Jones over those guys. Still Sam Howell over those guys in Atlanta. You know what I mean? But because yeah. this is when you're deep diving dirty. And this is what you're supposed to do with those guys. Because all in all, I can see him being like, this is all I can really get out of Ritter. I don't want to, I don't want to get too greedy. But man, you got needs. Someone's needs are your leverage when you got those needs. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and well, do it I, now. I want plus. Do it now before we get any more camp videos and shit on Ritter. You know? <laughs> Now's the perfect time. Now's the perfect time. 
And uh, let's see, anything else we got before we get going? Peacock, what up? He said, August 1st, I'm locked in on my team now. You need news? I got it. <laughs> I like it. Go. Shout out to my man, Peacock. I'm going to embrace you, Peacock. It's going to be like one of those. It's going to be like one of those. Those like joyful. It's going to be like. <laughs> what the fuck? Where's Blake Cashman playing now? <laughs> he said that uh, Peacock said Blake Cashman's been a standout so far from the LBs in camp. Where the fuck? Sounds like he's. I'm, I'm just. I'm just saying the tech. He's a Texan just because uh, it's Peacock saying it. Yeah, because I really. And I Cashman, really, hell of a jersey to have. He's on the Texans now. Yeah, I didn't even know that the Cash, Texans picked him up. He, what is he? It's he's a sophomore, right? Nah. He's more, he's older than that. Oh, okay. So I just remember the first time I heard his name was last year. He has been a disappointment for fantasy. Yeah, he's going into his fifth year. Cash, man. He's only had one season over 39 combined touchdowns. 39 combined tackles. Yeah. So he's like a, yeah, he's a, he's like a bottom of the barrel rotational guy. You know what I mean? You know what's sad though? Is that when you look at the Texans, they need like anybody in that linebacker right now. They're pretty thin. It's like you got they drafted the rookie. You got Christian Harris. He's a sophomore. You bring it. You got Kirksey, and then you bring in Perryman, and then that's pretty much it that I can think of. Who else do they got over there? And uh, what up, Doug? He said Peso Plum is my cousin. Who's Peso Plum? Oh, Peso Pluma, (laughs) the rapper. Uh oh! If he's your cousin, bro, I'm glad you're here because I've been trying to f- find that dude, bro. He owes me some a little bit of money, so <laughs> let him know. Listen, peso. Listen, bro, I need my money, bro. God, my, he got a peso in his name. No wonder he sounds broke. He's broke, bro. He's, he's, let him <laughs> tell peso my money. Nice. And Peacock said he lives in Houston. There you go, repping the H town. Let's get it. He woke up this morning. Like, I'm gonna go try out for the Texans. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, and then when he showed up he's all sweating like, hey man yeah i'm here for the tryouts yeah i ran from home you know what i mean it, yeah he there's someone about yeah i saw it i was driving on the freeway i saw it I was like who the fuck's holding up the traffic this crazy ass motherfuckers running on the freeway cashman i'm trying <laughs> i'm conditioning for the texans <laughs> oh man classic stuff and, I've down a freeway. Done it before. Yeah, for sure. And uh, let's see. We got, what else do we got over here before we jump into our most favorite IDP position? I don't know, man. Are you getting your, are you getting your coach on, your coach speak on? <laughs> we got to, we got to present a, the right front out here. Okay, gotta, I'm going to get my crazy old Pete on. When it comes to these DLs, we really can't stand them. You know, big disdain for them. But I'll tell you, they'll let you down. <laughs> they'll let you down. So funny. They're all only good for best ball. <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny because best ball, we don't even want them. It's funny, though, because when the linebackers start drying up, I'm like, I feel good, like, taking them, like, they start making the logic. You know what? You will, I will only get the sack games, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> all, right. all right, let's hit it. I'm going to start off with a target of mine, bro. And his ADP it fell a little bit. If you're if you're a crazy mofo, like I guess just drafting nonstop in the season, and it will he will get up there. He'll be a 
I'd say it'll be a I'd say it'd be a top five guy drafted at the position, but I'm going with Quinnen Williams. Ah. Yeah, so let me look and see, give or take, where he's being drafted. So he is being just, drafted inside the top 12 ADP round 140. So top 12 at the position. I like that. See, even better, we're going to get value at him. I was assuming he'd be a top five just because of his finish and like how someone like me would project them. You know what I mean? I mean well, we are putting Micah Parsons, TJ Watt. Uh, Hassan, we'll, we'll put them in the cheat code. Let's, 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 should, should we have like a cheat code a category? Yeah, we'll talk about that. How about after? We'll give a target each as one someone we like. Yeah, of the boring DEs and DTs, right? Yeah, for sure. And uh, yeah, I'm with Quinn and Williams. Yeah, and you know what? Why don't we just talk about the cheat codes right now? Most of them are sleeper cheat codes. Micah Parsons, TJ Watt. This is if you play in a league. The Black Josh Allen. Yeah, this is if you play in leagues that have a defensive line. If you just play in leagues that have IDP flexes, things like that, these guys aren't even as valuable. You're going to get them, but they're not the number one, number two guys overall. Yeah, like tj watt he has the dual designation he's not great if you're playing him in the linebacker spot he yeah. might be a top 24 guy because of his sacks and stuff when it's all said and done right but the fact that he has that dl designation i could go ahead throw him in the, in my dl spot and as the dl if with all the sacks and everything that we could assume we get from a a full healthy season at TJ Watt. This guy's the top three finisher. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he really does need that like 20 sacks to like really be that dude, like mm-hmm. at the top of all this, but we've seen him do it before. Who's to say he can't do it again. I think he's, I think he's a lot for like 15 plus. I, yeah. I like, I think like him and Nick, most of that's their floors. If they play a full season. Cause guys like that, shit, you can knock out three sacks in one game. We've seen these guys do it. It sucks because the Bengals line is probably going to be massively improved. But remember, you used to be able to bank on like TJ Watt having the five, if, if the couple QB hits and like three sacks on, like he's always killed the Bengals. Yeah, yeah man. Everybody, really, everybody in their division, he's killing them. TJ's the man. And let's see, who else would be a cheat code up here? Kayvon Thibodeau. I think he's more of just like a traditional lineman. So he's got like the dual designation, but I, I don't really consider him a cheat code. Hassan Reddick, though, he would mm-hmm. be a cheat code. Someone who is a top linebacker and for sure going to be finishing as one of the top DLs in fantasy. So those are like the cheat codes. Who are at Hold the- on. The val- I got a value cheat code. Let's get it. Right. Actually, correct me if I'm wrong, because then something he does rank high with the LBs or, high, or higher too much. Well, I don't like it, but the black Josh Allen. He goes really late. I mean, he's going after the 200s. I'm never trying to put him in my LB spot, but for a breath, I got, I like looking at in our format where we start what nine total. Yeah. Nine total. So two DLs, two DBs, two LBs, three IDP flex. And I like looking at it where I got like, six linebackers in this motherfucker somehow yeah. some way right there's some i got seven because i got isaiah simmons smashing there as my in my db you know what i mean for sure linebackers everywhere in that motherfucker we're winning yeah so we just don't 
that's just like if we're equating this to offense, would you really be the guy trying to stack like five tight ends, four tight ends? Kind of just want whatever tight ends like fill the position that they fill, and that's about it. And it's I, the same I, DLs. Who are some of your targets in that top 12 that are uh, just a DT or a DE? See, it's funny. It's like none of them. Like of them. Hassan I, Reddick, Brian Burns, Quinn and Williams. I was going to say Brian Burns was another one of my guys. Yeah, hell yeah. Those would be one. Those would be like the couple guys that I'm targeting that high. Outside of that, I just want to stack up on safeties and linebackers, and I'll go back to the well with offense, mm-hmm. you know. And because I have a long list of names at the end of, of drafts where I'm then I'm targeting like the that position. I mean, like, and they're all old guys, and yeah. I, I, I gotta echo something. See, I always. See, this is why I like working with people that I think are sharp because they're gonna say something that I, that's gonna resonate with me. And one thing you always said is like the re- like when some someone was like big on Jalen Carter. Oh, what about Jalen Carter? I'm telling y'all, I'm literally no. And then you're like, even if that's not true, it's usually not because you gotta wait till those linemen get older and build their technique. You know what I mean? That's why you see guys, Aaron Donald, fucking. Oh, he's a bad example. He's been the beast from the jump. Yeah, he's a um, freak. Who's Hayward, right? Yeah, you know, Brady Jarrett. Yeah. Um, who's the guy? Cameron Jordan from uh, from the Saints. You know, I guess he's more. They got him rushing. They really had him playing a lot more edge last year because they don't really it's have still, even edge rushers. Same shit. It's not just. It doesn't matter what position you play on the defensive line. Like coming out as a rookie, if you kill it, like you're probably going to be special your whole career. Look yeah. at what's his name, Walker from last year like yeah number one is highly touted in every metric of everything but his technique really wasn't there like he didn't do that great look at Aiden Hutchinson one of the highest touted defensive edge rushers coming out in the last handful of years yeah eight sacks eight and a half three of them came in one game that's (laughs) it's like he had a couple blow-up games but as far as Every single game, but you can see it in Hutchinson. I feel like the Jags made the wrong move, right? Like the Jags made the wrong move by taking Walker over Hutchinson based on what we saw the rookie year. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, because Hutchinson's gonna be a guy. He just, I just, I feel like he'll never have help. You know what I mean? Because they had too many other needs, and like they're gonna, and it's gonna be hard for them to bring in. What I mean, help is a help at pass rush. Like it's gonna be hard for them to bring in guys in free agency until they start winning they're not exactly a draw right now yeah, and, up in the house what up what, what up? up clp speaking See, of crazy is like clp is the line oh no he's a washington fan yeah they really needed to address this defensive line like at all because aiden hutchinson cannot do it all by himself that's what i'm saying and they did not like who's you know what i mean so they're gonna be one of those teams you there it is fade Aiden Hutchinson should. He goes sure. high, bro. People yeah. hype on him. He should for sure be a fade because of that. Zeb in the house. What up? Yeah. What up? And oh, go ahead. Let's see where he pops up on. I guess he's not popping up like super high necessarily. Oh no, never mind. <laughs> yeah, he's high, bro. Yeah, never mind. I fucked up. No, I yeah, know. he's going as DL six off the board. The first guy in the 100 adp so yeah barely going at like the 100 ADP spot for sure my 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 thoughts on 
defensive ends for reals. I'm okay with chasing last year's production if, if I'm looking at a DN, like the consistent ones though, right? Like TJ Water, Nick Bosa. I'm never going to laugh at someone if they go okay. up and get those guys. You know what I mean? Yeah, especially if you have a DN spot. Yeah, and those guys routinely put up double-digit sacks. It's Then there's Max Crosby. Fade. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's an outlier year. You know what I'm saying? That's a definition of an outlier year. And for what it's worth, it, he did have Yannick Ngakwe and Chandler Jones to help him. They're not there anymore. Who is another target that I would be going after? I You said the Black Josh Allen. That's amazing. He's always someone we're trying to get late. That is for sure. Okay. I'm with Peacock here. And this was something I actually have him in a handful of these, uh, these leagues. Let me see if I can find it. Where is it? He said, I got Hunter in a bunch of dynasty leagues until the wheels fall off. He's actually, all he does is produce. He, I mean, there was like a three year stretch where he's, he's hurt. He's not playing. So a lot of people just totally are off the Daniil Hunter like train, but he just got paid 20 mil for one year. They ain't paying him. 20 mil for one year, unless he's like all systems go. Old man strength. <laughs> yeah. And now you lose Zendarius Smith. I mean, you bring over Marcus Davenport, which he was all right, like opposite Cam Jordan over there with the Saints. But it's Daniel Hunter or bust like over there. They don't have Dalvin Tomlinson like anymore. They got rid of two big pieces around their line. Yeah. And I, but I think Daniel Hunter is about to step it up. You don't give him 20 million. If he is not ready to go, I will say they are the organization that really does take care of their homegrown veterans. Look at Harrison Smith, where they just, <laughs> how many one year, two year deals has he been on? Yeah. They just keep him around. You know what I mean? They're like, listen. But also, too, when you bring in someone like Brian Flores now as the DC and you got to change like the culture on that side of the ball, you Do not lose that veteran, bro. You know what I mean? Dude, he had to be like, you better pay this motherfucker. You like, better pay this motherfucker or I'm out of this motherfucker. We only got him and Byron Murphy. You better pay that. <laughs> He's like, we got you, Davenport. He's like, who? See, exactly. Just better pay that man. General. Davenport, yeah, he'll be a poor man's. He'll be a he'll be a poor man's and Darius Smith, someone you can get probably for free. And then you got Daniel Hunter over there. Like, he's going to be IDP gold to me. And then – and. The, we got Osimo. Let's hope that he steps it up. And then we got Byron Murphy, who probably will be someone who puts down a lot of IDP stats as well, because they're going to be throwing up a bunch of numbers. And so we're just assuming people are going to throw on them. Harrison Smith and Lewis Sign. They got guys all over the place. For I for fantasy IDP purposes. <laughs> Not for real life. They are going to be horrible in real life on team. Yeah, hell yeah. That's the point, too. Is because I think the offense is going to be able to run it up. So, it's, and uh, I mean, we like that, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We, I need my, I need Minnesota to be like worse on defense in reality. Yeah. So they could be better on offense. Shit, they did not do anything to improve. Yeah. Like, I- everything Minnesota doing. Outside of Byron Murphy, they didn't do nothing. Nothing. I know Marcus Davenport, that's a new addition, but it's like you lose them Darian Smith and bring him over, you kind of just compensate. It's not like that's extra when you're losing stuff as well. 
I'm gonna go back to the trend of the old guys. Uh, and uh, he's just he's he's not super old. He's 31, maybe 30, turning 32. That's what happens when you're 30. It tends to happen when you're 31. <laughs> uh, but my man Hargrave, and you know, what I'm saying just going from the Eagles front to now a piece that we it was a definitely a weak a weakness in our front was the our second interior lineman whoever was uh, next to Armstead just been whack but <laughs> whoever it's been the last couple of years so I'm excited to bring over Hargrave bro cuz man with he's get, even though he's an interior lineman he's going to get some sacks here you know what I mean yeah and he's going to help he's going to obviously be phenomenal helping stopping the run but like with with Nick Bosa on the other side bro you're going to have to you're going to have to account for him double team What's the ideology of so many teams, like when they're on offense, when you're going up against a team that grinds out the clock on offense, like what's the ideology? You run the ball. They're going to be trying to run the ball. They're going to go right into that brick wall of Hargrave. So he's one of those guys who last year was getting sacks, QB hits, and tackles. Yeah. Yeah, and I think he's going to, if not a better situation with the front that he's with the Niners than the Eagles, it's at minimum like the same. Like, I, it's going to be an aggressive front. And you go from D'Amico Ryan's to Steve Wilkes, still an aggressive defensive court. He, he, he's touching the QB, bro. We're, that's what we're going to do. Yeah, for sure. And especially when you got a guy like Nick Bosa out there. I know he's holding out as of right now, but no, he's, not, no, 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 no. he's holding in. No, he didn't show up, remember? Oh, he, oh, he stood them up. He said that he was gonna, he was gonna hold in, but he did mm. not. So he, he, they just saw a go yard duffel bag <laughs> full of uh, full of the, the of cash, but whatever the, the fine was for the day. Yeah, straight cash, homie, straight cash. But yeah, he uh, he said that he was gonna show up, but then he didn't, and yeah, that was something that. Yeah, so you look, uh, Shanahan, you're not the only one that can lie. That was something that Tino brought up earlier. He was like, man, I'm not even really hearing nothing about Nick Bosa's holdout. Yeah, it's crazy how quiet it's been, but I think it's because... Because they're finna pay him. For sure. I think it's they're gonna happen. really close. And I feel like it's in our best interest to make it happen sooner than later. Like, he got to get in there and camp and yeah. start conditioning. But New pieces and, on this line. I, I love Nick Bosa. He's already had a major season and an injury, obviously, with the ACL his sophomore year. But yeah. the thing with him is it's who he's related to. It's is it in his genetic is it in his ancestry? Do the Bosas just get hurt? Is that what is in the contract talks? Like we know you're one of the best in the game, but you're a Bosa. You know and I mean? even like the bigger they are, the harder they fall. That's always been like a saying because yeah, when you're that big and you're falling that hard and you're just, man, cracking the quarterback, you're hurting yourself. <laughs> They're hurting themselves every time they get hit. Um, every time he had to come down with, the, with, with, with one of them 50-50 balls, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> He's coming down on like 250 pounds and shit. Hell yeah, man. Shit is wild. Shit is wild. But that's why I don't want to go after a Nick Bosa necessarily. You got to get him ADP 66. He, he works out for the most part. 
in, in my opinion, it's like even just remove the name, just for not just top tier pass rusher, fill in the blank on a defense that has a top tier offense. You know what I mean? Because you're never going to be in situations that you have, you have to abandon the pass rush. The DLs, right? Back to the DLs and Ds and DT or the DL position, right? Yeah. Yeah, I just, I don't really care for it at all. Like it, and then it's probably the easiest to stream, to be honest. It depends. Because like in the redraft, right? You can't stream in these dynasties, but in a redraft, because if I need a pass rusher, like if I'm looking for a pass rusher, I'm going to find one, dude. It's that, you know what I mean? And I was going to say. If I need a DT, I'm going to find one. Like, it's the easiest to stream. But it's also the hardest at the same time because you have to know what you're looking for. Like yeah. that is the big, big part of it. Because like I, I'm gonna find an offense. I'm gonna find a bad offense with with the worst offensive line that I can find, and I'll I'll stream a pass rusher against them. Well, Especially like, if I, I think that if I think that pass rusher is on a team that's who I have winning that game. I, that's and that's the ways I could stream shit. You know what I mean? But yeah. Or, but here's like, a good example of like where things get fucked up when you're picking up players like Aiden Hutchinson. Let's just pretend last year that he was not drafted and he was just a free agent on our waiver wires. He had that blow up game with three tackles, right? Like you're with three sacks. Yeah, then they're going to chase that every week. You're, gonna, you're chasing. If you don't yeah. look like farther down, did he get any QB hits? Did he get any tackles? Like that, That's what I'm saying. That's why I'm specified if I, if I'm going to, I'd rather just stream that position Otherwise, I, I don't mind having putting an emphasis on going up and getting a Quinnen Williams or, or and, and obviously sleeper leagues, I'm going up and get a, a TJ Watt or, you know what I mean? Or I'll wait on the value. I'll take up, you know, the black Josh yeah. Allen. Because you or, brought this up earlier, Cam Hayward. Like so many people yeah. sleep on him because he's hella old. Hella like old. he's only finished as a top five, like DL, like the past Every year. years. And he was like, two years ago, I swear he was the DL too. And like he's someone, he's like 33, like at the time. He's like 35 right now, yeah. or something like that. But he is so solid because of TJ Watt, Alex Highsmith, like all these fucks who are like so good. He just racks up the tackles right up the middle. And even Aaron Donald, man, like he's he just, you got to go up and get him. You know what I mean? If I got to go, if I got to, and then I'm, it sucks that at least, what's today? Wednesday? Yeah, at least we're getting this position out of the way today. Because boring. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I really don't want to go up and pay for like any of these guys. I just don't. We want value at, we want value at every single position that we can get. But DL is one of those ones where if I'm like drafting my starters of every single position, that's probably the last position that I'll get my. Ooh, I got one. Who's not that super expensive, but uh, Jeff Simmons. Yeah, for sure. People really forget about him. Tennessee, he's got the little dual, he's a little outside linebacker, got the dual text, and he usually leads that team in sacks. Yeah. Or at least close to it, you know what I mean? Oh, you ready for one? This is one. A guy, he's the highest paid DT in the league. Highest paid interior defensive lineman in the league. But he has not shown out in a few years. And now, Yeah. Leonard Williams. Leonard, okay, I was going to say it's got to be Leonard Williams in. He now they actually added some pieces around him, guys like mm-hmm. Dexter Lawrence stepping yeah, up. Yeah, I, I like his boy Dexter. 
Yeah. yeah. Those guys are both actually just really stepping it up now, but it is the, the secondary got better. Their offense got a little bit better. That's another thing too. When your yeah. offense is just trash and like, you're used to like getting sacks, like they were just getting ran on and they're running away from Leonard Williams because he's such a beast. Like everybody avoids them. And they're going to play like guys like the Cowboys twice who have a shitty interior line. Damn, they're going to play. They're going to play the Rams this year. They're going to play Seattle. You know what I mean? I guess Seattle's interior line got better last year because they actually hit on their picks. Um, but I'm just saying, you look at things like that. Like, okay, these guys might be. They might actually get some sacks from the inside. Yeah, especially with Thib- with Thibodeau. Like I've Thibodeau flashed like shit to close the year. Yeah, I mean, remember he started the year with that. What was it? Uh, like a high ankle, or a, he had something. He had like a sprained knee or some shit to start the year. Yeah, you know I mean, yeah, I'm actually excited to, to see him take a sophomore jump here. I, I, I think, yeah, because the team's good. Like they had a good option. He's gonna have actually. He's gonna be in scenarios where he could actually rush the passer. You know I mean, yeah, <laughs> you know, I mean, the team, the passers gonna be dropping back for sure. What's his name? Will Anderson is another one this year. Someone's gonna jump up and grab him hella high. Okay, I just automatically fading him. But I won't be. But I won't blame him because. I, you know me, I'm a coordinator chaser, and it's, they went up and made sure they got him. This is like his Nick Bosa of his defense. You know what I mean? He'd be the fade for me just because he's a rookie. He's a rookie, and we're going to get him hella high. But, yeah, but I'm not going to be surprised if he's a double-digit sack guy. But I, but it's just because of the talent. The reality of it is that offense needs to be any kind of good for them to even be in those type of situations to, to cut right. him loose. You know what I mean? Are you ready for this, Bogey? Let me throw up a softball for you here. Let's throw up. Uh, let me lob it to you for the alley-oop. We got to talk about the two guys who are free on the Bills. Oh, yeah, man. Uh, it's my man. It's First of all, it's a guy that everyone knows who he is. He's super proven, but he's coming off the ACL. That's Vaughn. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Vaughn Miller. Somewhere right now, he's wearing like a hat, but it's like a turtle shell. Like He always has some exotic shit. <laughs> I mean, but he's recovering wearing that turtle shell and then it's our man leonard floyd man. this is a 420 special right here you know what i mean free. he's free he's free <laughs> and he's you could start him you know what i mean and he's great when he's opposite the other like when they get all three of them there vaughn him and russo it's gonna be nasty yeah and i think this is why people are sleeping on the bills they don't realize like, hey their defense is it's gonna be all right you know what i mean and see, it's funny to cut you off real quick. I said the two, but because of those guys, like, man, they really do make Greg Russo that much more juicy this year for a third-year breakout. Okay, I thought we were super, talking super-duper late. But, yeah, but oh, you're talking about your target is Greg Russo. Oh, that, that's the one. No, I was talking about the super-duper late. But Greg Russo, I just completely forgot about him. Right, right. I forgot about him, too, until I thought of it right now. Oh, shit, they, it's going to be nasty when all three of them's there. You know what I mean? Yeah, because he's the one that we both said we're interested in this third year breakout. He's not going super high. He's going inside the top 20, I think, maybe like 19, 18, I think would be the highest ideas. I didn't specifically go down and count, but yeah, he's he's been DL2, not a DL1. And he went from four to eight, right? Sacks? Yeah. So he's going into year three. I like the trajectory, and he's on a defense that is opposite of a great offense. They're going to be able to tee off. And uh, 
I swear, Leonard Floyd, everywhere he's been, like, he adds to them. Whether when he when Vic Fangio had him over there with a, 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 a alongside of Cleo Mack, he was tearing it up. Then he goes over to the Rams and he's alongside of fucking Aaron it's Donald. Cool. And, like bogeys, like I don't, I, there's not too many people who like put me on to IDP players. And it's funny because I'm doing this huge draft kit and there's like 300 like IDP players in there. <laughs> Leonard Floyd's on the list, but he's so far down that I just don't draft guys that far down. Like even with nine stars yeah. and bogeys, like, man, you, this Leonard Floyd kid. And I was like, bro. Who <laughs> is Leonard Floyd? <laughs> because he's oh, he's a recipe. Like you put him opposite of something dope, and then he works. You know what I mean? And I'm I like, legit made a whole page about Leonard Floyd and all of his stats for like multiple years before that. And I'm still like, who the fuck is that? Leonard Floyd C Christmas was my first nickname for him. <laughs> he's Lloyd's cousin. <laughs> oh, fucking Leonard man. Floyd Christmas. <laughs> And Doug, he said, play the X-Pac music for my boy in the garage. You better be jumping up doing the suck it right now if we're going to do that. X-Pac! Thank you for telling us what to do. Thank you for telling us what to win. Thank you, better. Yeah. Well, you better get ready to bow to the master. Suck it in the Hey, Xbox, he couldn't wait to get his chance in China, huh? He's like, now that Hunter's out of the picture. <laughs> he was ready. He, he told China, he was like, hey, let's go to the gym. Let's go get some protein shakes. I'll spot you, girl. Yeah, I'll spot you. And then he slipped it in there. Hey, you hit showers? <laughs> hey, suck it. <laughs> I just seen just Hunter and I here. <laughs> oh, Are you ready? All all the catchphrases that before <laughs> questions like yeah. he was on Je like he was on Jeopardy. <laughs> you know what I mean, let's see. Any? Oh, okay. How about these guys are always linked to me, even though. Nobody else like really might remember the correlation, but Greg Russo and Jalen Phillips, those were like mm, yeah, the same team, class, right? Miami, but not just the same class, same school. They were oh, yeah. two first round highly touted edge rushers coming out of the U when they got drafted. And like now, Vic Fangio, we already saw Jalen uncorked last year. I'm excited. Like, that's another third year breakout that I'm really hyped on. And, and then for what it's worth, when they do get Ramsey back, and then now you have Ramsey and then and Javon Holland and fucking Xavier Howard, like these guys are gonna get like Brad Bradley Chubb. All of a sudden, sounds really nice opposite of Jalen Phillips. Like now this tandem is like really nice. All of a sudden, you know what I mean? Yeah, because like, Chubb is like way better for real NFL. Like way yeah, better. Yeah, I'm not fucking with him. And yeah, so yeah, Jalen Phillips is the guy to have there though. If you're gonna look that direction for a pass rusher, for sure. Like, I didn't know they went to the same school. That's hard. Yeah, they both went to the U, baby. Okay, let me ask you this: Can you look up who's taking over for Leslie Frazier over there in Buffalo? Because that just just make me feel good. It's just somebody like one of his disciples or something. Because I'm like, I don't know. Leslie Frazier is like a guy, bro. You know what I mean? Because he's uh, he's taking it off for one year.
I don't know. I remember I read something like he's like on some yeah, he's taking a at leave of absence zone. Yeah, let me see. Sean, might be one. Uh, Sean McDermott's a head coach. Let me see. And Sean McDermott is a defensive-minded guy, so the but he ain't no Belichick. Remember when Belichick's like, I'm the DC also. What was that? That was like two years ago, like the first year after Brian Flores. Yeah, because I don't know. I don't know if they have a defensive coordinator right now. I'm saying though, right? Yeah. I I think but Sean McDermott, that's his that's his bread and butter. That's where he came from. You know what I mean? So <laughs> maybe I'm reading in I mean, I'm, I'm reading into it too much. Because it said that because what's his name? Frazier, he's just, he's literally taking like a year sabbatical. Yeah. Is. He's too, I guess anything could happen, and who knows if he's really going to come back. But that's all they said is that he's taking 2023 off, and he's coming back next year. You guys remember when Frazier was flashing in the coach's box? What was happening? It was like some – because so you can't, hear, you can't hear them, but there's a camera on them, and then they're watching it from up top, and then something on, de- something on defense happens. I mean, like they fucking, I forget what it was. And he just starts, flash throws all the shit, all the fucking papers in his hand. What the fuck? And he's, and he's if you're a lip reader, you can know what he's saying. I'm not, right? But he's, yeah. and then the other coach puts his hand on the camera. <laughs> you know what I mean? He realizes there's, or he remembers there's a camera. Let me put the camera that shit. You know what I mean? It's not a good look. And I remember they're like, man, what if they're like, Leslie? Your meltdowns have been coming far. They used to be far and few. Now they're coming pretty often. Yeah. You can take a year off. <laughs> yeah, we'll see what happens. But, yeah, with a defensive-minded head coach, definitely makes it a little bit easier to not have a D.C. You know, who is, it's like positional coaches who would be stepping it up, right? More than likely, I would assume. Yeah. Someone get elevated. Yeah. You know what I mean? Let's see. Any other DTs, DEs that we could think about? Okay, how about this? Group? Oh, Matthew Judon, bro, another, another cheat code. I forgot with the long. He's he's, on, he's along the range with the Black Josh Allen's, bro. Shout out to yeah. my man Judon for sure. Traditional LB on your Yahoos and your ESPN, but this is why we why we like to play on sleeper because he is getting used as a defensive lineman most of the time, so you should be able to plug him in there to your DL spot. And uh, Bake said, what do we think of Aaron Donald this year? The same that I think of him every year. You got to draft him high, but he's going to produce numbers like he just always does. Don't come at him with a knife. <laughs> yeah. You got to come Derek, at him with a gun. Derek said, I got Judon in the 18 and the 21. Fire. Hell yeah, man. That's a good DL. Man, he, was, he was always dope, even with the Ravens, bro. Okay. I got so the positional group that I would like to have one guy from if i'm just like waiting and waiting the Bengals trio of defensive edge rushers okay hubbard henrickson who got hurt in practice i don't know how severe it is and then miles murphy miles murphy i'm not super super excited about but sam hubbard he gets hella tackles like henrickson's the guy who gets to the qb a little bit more hubbard can do that but he gets hella tackles like he's more valuable in the run game so if there's one guy i'm Targeting a little bit more on IDP one two three, it's going to be Hubbard. And he'll go later, I'm sure. Yeah, definitely. And then he got, old, he got that old man strength. Here is the one other guy. 
that I've been thinking about as well. And I've been grabbing him in a couple random spots, like here and there. Pause. <laughs> Zendarius Smith over there now, opposite of Miles Garrett. I like it. It's going to be big time. He has to get more tackles, though, because, like, even his numbers in Minnesota, like, he had 13 sacks, but he only had like 40-something tackles, and, like, we need more. Yeah. You're getting him for free. That's the thing. Like, these guys were mentioning a lot of them are free. See, that's anymore. the type of dude in the redraft. I'm looking to stream something. I'm like, oh, Zadarius Smith. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, hell yeah, I'm hella happy to do that. You're like, fuck yeah, it's smart. I think I think I'm smart, even. Yeah, especially yeah. we're going up if he's going up against any kind of like rookie left tackle or whatever. Who knows if it's gonna depends on where they line him and Garrett up. It'd be cool if they like switch them around a little bit to where like, sometimes they line Garrett up on the right. Sometimes yeah, I would say they move Garrett left. around for sure. Yeah, yeah, man, they were nasty when they had uh, who was the man? Who was the for that first round bust, uh, Jadavian Clowney. Even the, even though Jadavian Clowney didn't show up on the stat sheet like that, it was like he was wrecked the play like crazy because they was too busy trying to f- fool with the Garrett on the other side. You know what I mean? Yeah, because it's crazy the stats get taken into account when it comes to just guys getting re-signed, kept with the team, and all that. Yeah. But it's, man, with a guy like Jadavian Clowney who like sucks at the stats, like it is all about the eye test. And yeah, actually did. He's just like, gonna wreck every place <laughs> at reckless abandonment too. See, he, he hurt. He hurts himself, man. For sure. Can you think of you got any other fades that you're just thinking of? Guys who go too high, who you're just not going for? Um, no, but I, I have more value guys like Nuosu. Yeah, and I mean same thing. Yeah, for. I guess like the fades for me are like the like the Hayden Hutchinsons and the Will Andersons and you know what I mean like the pass rushers that are on okay maybe not so much Hutchinson but like the pet I'll say it's just the pass rushers that are on like bad teams that don't have good offenses specifically yeah you know and how I mean? about this just some of my early ideology with the DLs and this is like super low hanging fruit but I'm just gonna remind people in case like you're new to IDP. If you just play a DL spot, you really want to go for the edge rushers over the interior defensive linemen. There are some dope-ass interior defensive linemen, but you just think as a whole, really you want to get more sacks and you would just you just want to go for those edge rushers who also can stop the run. They're out there, a little bit fewer and farther between, but those are like the tight ends that just get – I don't know, five plus receptions like in a game or whatever, like six, seven targets in a game. Like you just think of those guys on a little bit of a higher scale than the others. Um, I here's, a, here's an, an oldie but a goodie, Chris Jones. Yeah, shit. I know they gotta figure out his contract, shit. Yeah, but yeah, shit. An oldie but a goodie. Because of that, he's definitely uh, he's definitely going later. Trayvon Walker, I'm definitely avoiding, even yeah, in the two range. Shell, man, rest in peace, Stu. We'll see you then. Peace out. Peace. Defense on me. I don't want them to gain another yard. You blitz all night. If they cross the line of scrimmage, I'm going to take every last one of you out. You make sure they remember.
forever. The night they